sipping, I'm 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 of Stephen C. W. Taylor. What's going on, bro? How you? I'm doing very well. Thanks yeah. for having us, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Now I appreciate you. Now I always start with a little background on how I know the person. Stephen is actually somebody that I've known as a cool guy, but as an athlete <laughs> and a very young man. At one time, we was teenagers. We went to high school together. He played football at Roman and ran track at Roman. But a lot has happened since Roman. A lot. And you left there before me, so you was on your journey before me. But give a little background on, 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 on what brings us to the art gallery phase. How do we get here? A little short synopsis. Short synopsis. I went to school, college, to play football. Uh, did pretty well. At, <clears throat> did pretty good at that. Mm -hmm. um, got hurt my senior season. And that's pretty much kind of when I realized I was smart. <laughs> you know, like it was, you know, I did well enough to maintain my GPA so I could stay eligible. But, you know, it wasn't until some, <clears throat> some some things I had to do in college. And then afterwards, mm -hmm. when I moved to D.C. from Philly to get a job as a youth correctional officer. Right. And, you know, I parlayed that into this chance encounter with this girl at the Howard McDonald's because I would go there every <laughs> I was every day at the work. I like where this story you know, going. Mm -hmm. uh, to get a meal, absolutely, but to also see what see was see what's, what's going on because so, it's the mix. Um, you know, I, I wound up talking to this girl, and to me, I always say I got lucky because I, I didn't talk to her friend. You know, what I mean? yeah, like, I talked to her, and her and I's relationship was short, but you know, her stick-to-itiveness with me when I was at a point was like, man, I don't really want to. Be a correctional officer, youth correctional officer anymore. Um, you know, shout out to my OG Big Ed. He was like, "Young boy, you too smart to be here." <laughs> no, I mean that is a thing. Yeah, no disrespect, but that's the thing sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And if he wouldn't have told me that, I'd probably stayed there for because I was making good money at the, Absolutely. At the, at the jail. Absolutely. So um, I wound up getting a, getting a job at one of the largest consulting firms in, in the world uh, as, a, as a data entry you know clerk mm -hmm. for Booz Allen Hamilton mm -hmm. you know through my relationship with this girl and her mom allowing me in for an interview absolutely you know so uh and you did your part I couldn't type dog I got oh. a data entry position and I couldn't type. how did you <laughs> so this is like nepotism. <laughs> I could, I could. Uh, yes, <laughs> this is definitely nepotism. But I had to interview. You mm -hmm. know, I did. Ha I did have to interview, and I was very honest. I said, you know, I don't have the skills, but I am absolutely confident in my ability to learn them. Mm -hmm. And at the potlucks, I can bring napkins and cups, and 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 lady. I can pull my weight, know? and I can learn. The lady liked it, so um, I wound up getting that job, and within the first six months. Of me not being able to type, I'm this most senior person on this new team called the Assessment Center. You still can't type? No, I can. I can type very well now. No, I mean at this time, six months in, you still couldn't type. Well, I did. I, I was doing better. You know. What <laughs> I mean? like, so my my first assignment that my boss gave me, which was you know this this, this young lady's mom. Um, it was the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog because <laughs> it, it hit every key on the keyboard. On the keyboard, so, right? Uh, you know, I. I 
it wasn't it's not hard for me to work so i always had this philosophy that work is work so mm-hmm. i might work so whatever is being required of me i have to learn how to do and it's as simple and it was really kind of as simple as that so um i was able to assimilate into that culture very well mm-hmm. My office mate was reluctant to give me some information, and he knew it. He he knew Excel, he knew Outlook, he knew all these things that I was very. It was I, I I was I was a correctional officer. My degree is in criminal justice, and I was a football player. Right. So and I graduated college now. in 2004. So I'm typing still like this. It's not a whole bunch of devices. We not texting and everything. If you got, you know, a phone, a QWERTY keyboard, then maybe you got a little bit of paper. I had that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Nah, so I'm with you. Um, I ain't much better, you know. So I parlay, <laughs> you know, I parlayed that into really kind of just learning, 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 mm-hmm. and within more than just being a, you know, a, 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 the most senior kind of member on the team because my office mate wound up getting fired because he didn't have a degree. He wanted, he wanted, he lied. They had a degree, didn't have a degree. I had a degree, mm-hmm. so I, I didn't actually lie on my job. So you know, um, ah, the yeah, other chick that was my off, that was our colleague, she left, mm-hmm. went to another firm, and it was uh, I, you I banged it, and I, I took off. I, I accelerated because yeah. I learned how to navigate these systems. But my biggest asset was I wasn't a scared, afraid to ask questions, and customer service is my biggest skill set. You mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. It, I don't mind doing it, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. if you. All right, I do that. You yeah. Know, all right, I do that. So we were transitioning um, applications that you know the company uses to for their performance assessments, and we all had to learn it because we kind of all had to train it through the HR teams two different segments of the employee population so that they would be, be able to do their performance assessments. Absolutely. Right. So we go into the we go into the um, into the training with 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 the developer named Shaker Casaro and I'm I'm wrapping this up. Um, no, uh, and he go through the navigation of how to kind of create documents mm-hmm. and how to do our job, which is what we now kind of le- got to learn on this new application. Right. And then that in that training session, he showed us how to do it. He said, anybody want to try? You know, nobody raised their hand. I said, well, I'll do it. And I did it exactly how he did it. He said, you know, kind of after the training, he's like, you could do this. You was on some drumline shit. Maybe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see somebody did it and just said, all right. All right. Dang. <laughs> and from there, I stayed with the firm, you know, for uh, eight years before I left the first time. And then I went back after a little while for another seven years, I mean, for another five years. They and asked you back or you asked, it was time for you they, to go? They asked me back. Of when course. I, when I left the first time, they asked me back. That's when dope. I, when so when I went back to work. So 15 I did total? a really, 16. 16? 16 years. So um, I did a really good job and I parlayed that into a full-fledged uh, senior back-end systems engineer mm-hmm. that I can go parlay that into any six-figure job, corporate job in America right now. And even with, I'm 40, even in the next 10 years, if I never go back into the corporate sphere and I go back at 50, I can still go back in as mm-hmm. like mid to senior level management. Exactly. 250, So, <laughs> you know, I was able to really count Talk on, heavy, good you, know, brother. you know, count on my intellect to be able to kind of guide me through because I, I learned very early on in the corporate sphere that, you know, I'm not trying to excel through the corporate ladder. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to do my job within a certain kind of sense, but also really kind of learn how 
this stuff work. I'm from Philly. I'm from Chew Avenue. I went to school in Jersey City. Like, mm-hmm. I've never really seen affluent black folks. And there's a ton of, <laughs> a ton of them in D.C. You know I know what, what you mean. There's a ton of them in D.C. Yeah. So, um, PG right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, PG, but just, but once, you, you, once you're in the corporate sphere, you just, you just understand that they create all the jobs. Mm-hmm. The government creates all the jobs. So if you know what you're doing, then you're down there. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's on 8th Street. That's on, you know what I mean? Like the little small million dollar row houses, you know? So, so um, you know, booze gave me a, a whole lot within the, within the form of, I was able to learn a lot of stuff there, but at the same time, I, I took it. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I was the only person that managed financial applications on the back end. That was, They were my thing, you right, know, right. some of the financial applications. So, you know, uh, I'm very proud of that, mm-hmm. you know, and you I parlayed be. that engineering experience into this, you know, the first time I quit, I found a camera. Right. And then we get to you start taking pictures. Yeah. Now, you said a few things that stood out. One is you said um, that's when you found out that you were smart. <laughs> yeah. It was, One man. thing that I remember about you is you was always smart, bro. Uh, and it's funny because I know what you mean. Uh, I know that, like, um, in comparison to possibly um, your counterparts or, or other people trying to accomplish similar things, you could grasp things as well or better than they could, if things that you probably never even thought you'd be trying to do. Probably. And I understand that. Yeah, yeah, I understand yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you also talked about your work ethic and how you take on a job, and it's a lot of similarities to how I treat jobs. You know what I'm saying? And um, I always get down on um, mostly younger black guys when you have jobs with them because we're the first ones to say, fuck this job, I don't need this job, this, this, <laughs> right, third, right, right. as if nobody's listening. Yeah. And if you know, like I know, the, 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 the motherfucker that's working for the same thing you working for, that's 20 years older than you, that's supporting their grandkids off, off of it, goes to lunch with the supervisors, and they talk about you. You see what I'm saying? Because you're so, bad for business. Yeah, so don't cut your nose off, spite your face. You might not need it, but hold it till you don't need it. Right. Leave on your own terms type of thing. But I've always thought that if I signed up for it, you're going to pay me a certain amount of time to be here for a certain amount of time, and this is what I got to do to get it, then that's what we're doing. Right. You know what I mean? I always felt that way. But do you think that your work ethic came before or from sports? Uh, I was a lazy athlete. He was a lazy I was athlete. A lazy, I was just, I was gifted uh, in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was, I was. Shit, good. if you was, was lazy, then you was yeah, gifted. I, was, I remember I was, you. I was, was good, and you know, I worked, I worked hard when I needed to, but I knew I was fast. You know, and it, and no, 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 no matter what, I'm, I, I should be the fastest person on the field <laughs> right now. You know, um, y'all won a chip, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we won all the chips that year. Yeah. That was the year everybody yeah, that was won. Right, yeah, everybody won a chip. We got everybody days off of school and shit. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was like, yo, Catholic school the most corrupt shit in the world. Why yeah. they give us a week off for winning shit? Track, track, track team won a chip, you know, and I was a, I was a, I was a part of a, a part of a lot of that, uh-huh. you know. And being around, if you're around good athletes, then competition breeds mm-hmm. work ethic, mm-hmm. you know, in, in in a sense. But you know. My work ethic really kind of came when I knew that I could learn coding. Not not coding, but you know the engineering structure of a back end system. This is what I'm saying. Like I didn't know I was smart until it excited you. Oh, I I don't know it. 
<laughs> like if you learn another language, would it excite you? Yeah. Is it for me? Because I remember, especially you know, being able to grasp it in a way that I wouldn't have expected to. The yeah. first two months, I was like, "Man, I can't do this stuff. I, I got, I'm gonna quit." Like I'm, I, I'm like, "No, there's no way." That and four I'm months be a, later, you was running the shop. No, this is this is once hmm. I got into being being a systems engineer. That at that point, I'm still a data entry clerk. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, to elaborate, if you want me to, to elaborate more on that story, I'm a data entry clerk, but once we get this system and I really, really grasp it, then I'm kind of training this joint up and down the right, East Coast. Right, right, right. You know, right, and I'm the, I'm the point person for this. I'm, I know what I'm doing, this is that and the third, but through that, I asked, you know, um, I started asking some of my mentors, like, you know, what kind of certificates should I get for computers? You know, like, where should I go? What should I do? Mm-hmm. And they was like, dude, you work at a... A consultant for an IT firm. I was go, just about to ask you, did it matter at that point? You I literally I mean? was just about to say, like, ain't we past that? You know, like, he, he was like, well, in order for me to be able, because at, at that point, I'm still a data entry clerk. I'm not an engineer. I'm not, a, I'm not even in the employee track right. to be an engineer. I am in the employee track to be an administrative But people that type way faster than you are interns. Oh, who cares about that? It's, <laughs> so, in, how you how you say like in the HR world, an administrative professional isn't on the same career track as like consultant level Absolutely. employees. So, right. those pay scales are different. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Like, so they max out mm-hmm. at certain at certain kinds of things, and you have to be titled a different thing in order to not be in that thing. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so I couldn't mm-hmm. keep my same mm-hmm. you know uh, job title. To, to be able to say, all right, I'm in computers. So what's the certification for me to move? To, 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 to all these different kind of, to, mm-hmm. to do something in the computer world, even though I don't know what that is. And this is why I'm asking my mentors. Right. This is why I'm going to consult somebody. You know, um, you, know, you know, you always see good counsel. That's, Absolutely. That's, that's a good Absolutely. thing. You always see good counsel. Absolutely. Try to at least. You know, so yeah. within that, I started asking around to see who I could volunteer for, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever the project was. And, uh, you know, one of my, another mentor, you know, a black lady, she was a former rescue cheerleader named Cheryl Jones. <laughs> you know, um, she, she asked me to, you know, do this project and I did this project for her and I did it really, really well. And she recommended that I interview for a job on this other team that was in the IT sector. Mm. You know, that was mm-hmm. in the, you know, um, the, you know, still within, you know, the internal portion of the company, but, right. you know, in the IT d- division, division of, of, it, right. of that thing. So, you know, I got in there and I did my thing and um, I really did my, like, I really did my thing. But you know? something and that's else. when I, that, you know, that's what, when I was, um, I felt like I was going to quit because I didn't know it. Mm. And I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was very, very foreign. It wasn't the job that I had before. Right. And that joint was hard. So I was really proud of myself that I was able to learn that joint. Bro, I'm sitting here listening to you, and I'm proud of you listening to, the, to your journey. And we ain't even get to the to the <laughs> to the gallery <laughs> yet. We ain't even get to the but gallery. um, your understanding of what your purpose was in the corporate world is something that a lot of people don't have going into it. They look to it to be everything, and then whatever they do after that to be the other thing, they don't look at it as, you know, their own humanity while they're in it, I guess. Um, And I went to, I go to a lot of beer festivals. I used to, um, shout out to Philly Beer Scene Magazine, I used to hold their table down, so we used to get in free, get the VIP bands and all that cool shit. And one time we was talking to this couple, older white couple, and they standing there, and, um, 
I forget what they was asking us, but we asked them what they do. And it was like, oh, we just um, quit our corporate jobs and started a new business, this, that, and the third. And they saying it's so natural. <laughs> right. And we like, so you won't mind me asking what made you quit your corporate job? Because you didn't say you retired and they older. So it's like, right. you might have been yeah. close to retirement. Yeah. You, so you, obviously you cashed out early or something, right? So I'm like, what made you quit? And they was like, fuck corporate. Fuck it. And it was like they were so dis like so angered by it because they didn't go in with the understanding the Jew, right? right? right, right. So I said, so what do you guys do now? They said, you see these tents? You know them big ass beer festival tents? Right, right, right. We rent these. <laughs> they happy to the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's yeah. like this life could be over and you ain't living yet. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You ain't living yet yeah. because you're on somebody else's hamster wheel treadmill. I like to say treadmill more than hamster wheel because it's. I don't See, like I don't, I don't look at I don't, I, don't, I don't look at it like that though. I think you a know? lot of people live like that. Yeah, you yeah. see what I'm saying because there's the idea depending on what generation you came up in of what you're supposed to do and what that's supposed to provide. True, true, true. You see true. what I'm saying? That's, and with that's, them absolutely. being considerably older than us, they was taught you work somewhere 20, 30 years. It's supposed to take care of you at a certain level yeah, that they've right. seen before they was done. That wasn't going to be that. Yeah, and you you spoke to ceilings. World change. You see what I'm saying? All type of things. World and change. we yeah. all saw people that got boxed out because they say, I could hire three people to do what you do. Yeah. And you right around, right down the street from getting something out of this. So I don't know, like, but anyway, just saying that you being a younger man and somebody that you don't come from, you just said where you come from. You don't yeah, come from the yeah. understanding of it, but you went in with a certain understanding, which made which made you get the most out of it early on, I believe. Yeah, I hope so. And I yeah, think I mean, that's that's, what, that's why that's why I like the. And like you say, you still left. You still have the options. Yeah. You still like yeah. it ain't going nowhere. The knowledge is your knowledge. You well, when I went back. After the three years that I that I took off, I uh -huh. called it my three year sabbatical. You know, I was like, <laughs> you know, I wasn't damn. You know, I, am, I, am I going to forget the the you know my commands and shit like that? I got to the to got my computer back and that shit was like this. They, yeah. it, it, it did it on its own. So, you know, bro, you still a you young know, man. Yeah. We ain't that far going yet. No, not not at all, <laughs> not at all. But skills, you know, I, I got I done. A lot you can of get stuff. rusty I, though, but I feel like, like I've done a lot of things, man. You know, I, mm -hmm. I've done, I've done, I've done a whole lot of things, and not that you know you don't remember certain kind of commands, but you know you need to be able to get to it quick and you know mm -hmm. learn how to do it. And it was muscle memory, almost like I can still get down and get into a starting block. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, might, you I may not be able to get off. I might pop a hammy on the way out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but I can still get down, and I, I can, can you know, and I still got my form, and I can still do all of those things. So, you know, you now I'm understanding as I'm becoming more mature that mm -hmm. like them Jones this, none of this stuff is going though like is it still there like all absolutely the, all the all the stuff is still there and it's not that it's just still there like I'm adding to it like it's it's, it's mm -hmm. morphing like I'm I'm using all of these things that I've been able to cultivate over the last 20 years mm -hmm. you know into something that like you know when I was in college one of my professors said I should probably go be a lawyer he said you should probably mm -hmm. go to law school you know so yeah I mean, with based on your story, if you apply that to just the fact that how you attack challenges, like you could have figured that shit out. Absolutely. Too. You see what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. I don't, Absolutely. I don't see that being fetched at all. Not yeah. even far fetched. Like that's just it, it shows you you've shown yourself what you're capable of. I mean, and now I think I, I do think I'm a genius. Like I, <laughs> I, I think I'm really really smart. I got a. I have a really good grasp of stuff, but I know it's a lot of stuff that I don't know. You know. Oh, this something I always wonder, right? Because you said you spoke to something like this earlier. Um, 
I always looked at some of my friends that didn't necessarily have as much fun as we did. You know what I mean? And but they got straight A's or straight A's and B's or whatever. Right, right. And when I say fun, I mean the kind of fun we were having. Right, right. right? And I've always known I was fairly intelligent and I could if I applied myself, I could do better at whatever, right? Especially scholastically. But I always I never wanted to like cut out everything to do that at that level, right? <laughs> right. Like I'm gonna go to college. I, I, like yeah, I do wanna do these things too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I also yeah. I wanna go out on the weekends. I'm hooping when it's nice out. Like I'm doing these things at the school, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing yeah. homework on the subway or, or the study hall, like so I could do it later. Like I was doing all of them kind of things. I don't remember but, homework. I don't remember ever doing homework. I remember always doing it either in school or on the way to school or some shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. I, it's I crazy. remember when I got the Roman, I found out that they could fail you for not doing homework. Yes. Before that, I never did homework. When I did, got did, there, uh, they failed me for not doing homework. I'm like, I got all A's and B's in the class. They're like, yeah, but this is 35 percent of your grade yeah, or some absolutely. shit. Absolutely, you gotta get, you gotta do your homework. Was um was what was what, what was harder, uh, Roman or college? Um, college. You think so? Roman was sweet. I came from E and S. Okay. And they made me repeat for no reason. And I thought like I'm like I'm like all right maybe I'm missing something. I get there and I'm like yo this shit is dumb dumb like I literally just made a lot of money at Roman. For me Roman Roman was harder than college like that shit was it wasn't Roman was difficult scholastically at least for me it was harder for me to keep my GPA in college. I knew in by the time I got to my junior year that all of my criminal justice classes I'm going to get A's in so it doesn't matter what I do or anything else That's I'll, G. Have, I'll have my I'll have See, my, my GPA to play and I'll be able to graduate I floated through Roman mostly like even my fuck ups I, I anticipated like it was like so dumb like my dad used to be pissed nah. but at the same time it's like life was harder when I got to college and I couldn't really focus. Like, I yeah. lost my roommate in college and all of that oh, shit. Man, so right, it was yeah. a lot of shit going on. But at the same time, um, coming from ENS, like, it was us in Central. And everybody at ENS yeah, had friends yeah, at Central. Yeah, 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 and yeah. we used to compare our work. And what we came up with during the time that I was there was that ENS work was harder and Central gave you more work. Mm-hmm. So then going to Roman. It wasn't, it wasn't that difficult. And I walked in before I even made the basketball team. They acted like I was a basketball player. Uh, Real shit, like you was you was you was, was tall, uh, yeah. It, it, and I was it, with it, all it was the basketball players, and um, you know, for all, a while I was the on balls, the team. All the balls. <laughs> so then they never they never stopped treating me like that. It never yeah. went nowhere. So it was weird. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said I learned about the real. <laughs> but anyway, um, so now we sitting in a gallery full of your work, though. Mm-hmm. Like your John Hancock. Is on each and every one of these brilliant photos that we have around us from your life experiences, from you getting on planes, boats, trains, and everything else. Because all of this, some of the stuff is remote. Like you don't just get to yeah. fly into that. It's uh, it's seven countries in here. Seven countries, well, inc- including the United States as a country. So seven countries. Seven. It's uh, Abu Dhabi, Barbados, Bali, um, Paris, a lot of Kenya. Three U.S. national parks, and now we're into the United States, and uh, Germantown, mm-hmm. and uh, Subway Surfer. Can't see it right <laughs> here, but um, it's a young man on a Broad Street subway, and that's our best seller. Yeah, I saw that joint with the, the young boy. Yeah, 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 that's a good joint. That's a good joint. So, like, you've been able to like put your life in an art gallery, yeah, yeah, to a certain extent. Like the part that you chose to actually. 
You see what I'm saying? Well, you know, I tried to I tried to curate this at a point where, you know, I'm 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 trying to both build the business and, you know, <laughs> select photos for this business amongst a lot of work that I have. You know, I've been to 18 different countries. So I've seen a lot of stuff and I have a lot of photographs. And you only took the camera to seven of them? No. You only put seven on this. It's, it's, it's so only far. space for twenty two pieces. So you twenty one pieces. So you can't you can't put the you know, the entire body of the work. Kenya is Kenya is almost overrepresented in here because it makes up almost half of the gallery. Mm -hmm. But these are some of my most, you know, intimate encounters with the African continent that I wanted to include in my first insta installation in my own gallery. Would it rotate based on your mood or is it a um, schedule or something? How did you plan, how do you? Well, a lot of it is budget, you know, cause it's mm -hmm. this, this, the endeavor itself w it was very expensive, mm -hmm. you know, so, Shit. you know, <laughs> you know, um, so you know, as we build the business and, you know, we're able to garner new revenue and, you know, me as the artist mm -hmm. that facilitates the space is able to get that, you know, uh, out there as, you know, things that go into different kind of shows and, you know, and I'm more sought out after and being on podcasts and, mm -hmm. you know, doing all those kinds of things help help with that. You know, just getting the buzz out there that, you know, this is the only fine art specific to photography gallery in the city of Philadelphia. One. Say that. And in the country, it's the only one that's owned and operated by a black person or a black photographer. Um, and I'll like you know, and I don't even, you know I don't mean to sound brash, and I don't, I'm not trying to like you know sound when, smug. When did you sound, start? Sound smug or nothing like that. But you know, sometimes people be like you know it can't be. You know you it's no I, it I can't kinda, be. I you know you know it can't be. Can. So of this scale and what I know that is I came across this at a, an, an obscure place. I came mm -hmm. across uh, another photographer's gallery by the name of Peter Lick. Mm -hmm. He's an Australian photographer, and he had a he had a, he had galleries in Vegas. I was in Vegas for a tech conference. I don't I would have never gone to Vegas because I, I have no reason to go to Vegas. I don't gamble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you like, don't like heat. I, I, I don't mind the heat. The heat. The heat. The heat's not say, a problem. Some of these pictures no. are the heat. Yeah, the heat's not the problem. Vegas is just a, a a manufactured place in the middle of the desert. It doesn't, it's not real. So you're you know, way too mature, by the way, to just be talking like that. But it is, though. yeah, it's true. <laughs> but that was way too mature. That, 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 <laughs> that, joint, that joint is not real. And going there to experience it, you know, it's just that. But the weed is good, you know, and mm -hmm. you, you can get the weed, and you get you could do everything else. You could walk the strip. So I wound up getting some. Um, not even cool photos, but I was able to do this conference mm -hmm. and, you know, be amongst my, you know, my peers in a certain kind of way that it, it gave me a, a, a different kind of outlook. Mm -hmm. So after that, after the conference, my, um, my, my, my daughter and her mom met me out there and we went to uh, Horseshoe Bend, the uh, Grand Canyon and Antelope Canyon. But I would... While I was at the conference, I, you know, um, in Peter Lick's galleries, he had photos just like this. Mm. Mm. I had never seen it before. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, how's that? A, that can't that can't be a photo. Like mm -hmm. that, that's not a that's not a photograph. It's <laughs> it's no way that that can be a. So you know, people give you that now. 
Yes. So it's the same, it's a, it's a, it's the same reaction I had. Like, you know, what, what's that printed on? Or mm-hmm. it, because, well, n- how, how do you say? As a photographer, I'm not going in there like that. I just think they really decent photos. I'm like, damn, I know they're kind of like, damn, but what, like, how? but I'm in awe. Mm-hmm. But again, Vegas isn't interesting to me, so I don't gamble. I don't so do any you, of these things. This gallery, so after, right I don't know they exist. So I got you. Got to go downstairs. Mm. So if you gamble, you're never going downstairs. Mm. After all, you, you get all the food. I'm at, you know, I'm on a corporate budget. I'm getting my per diem. I'm mm-hmm. eating every whatever I want. I'm mm-hmm. good money. So I come in, come into these joints, and I went to that joint like six times. <laughs> I went to it like six times, and by the end. I'm kind of breaking it down. I'm talking to the salesperson different. He, he, they know that I'm not buying nothing by now. Um, <laughs> uh, and Are you coming to steal ideas? About it. No, not steal ideas. By the end of it, I just kind of broke it down. I said, that's a file. You know, and my mm-hmm. camera produces the same file. And if my camera produces the same file, it's a matter of what is the skill that I need to be able to print this? Mm-hmm. How, how do I do that? How do I create, how do I create this thing? Mm-hmm. How, how does that work? And... Then there came, and that was 2017, um, and it was just it was it was it was it was it wasn't at that moment that it happened. It was I know that that exists. So right. you know, two years later, when I'm saying, oh, I can probably do that, and mm-hmm. you know, probably four or five different countries later, you know, <laughs> I was like, you know, I can probably I can probably I can probably do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I can really probably do this. And in 2019, I got the space, and, mm. and then COVID happened mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. building delays so we wound up opening last year in september labor right. day weekend so we coming up on our year anniversary um but i was able to bring a, a high-end luxury art gallery to my community and this is where i'm from and this is where i plan on staying and people asking me am i going to scale you know often and i'm like i'm probably won't scale at all and you got to go to paris to go to the louvre so you got to come to Germantown to see Ubuntu Fine Art. It's, it's crazy, it though, because this still falls under black art. And black art is booming right now. Mm-hmm. Booming. I'm so sure this, you're this aware. Is, this is absolutely black art. I'm sure you're aware. But the funny thing about pictures in general, I've never been in this space until today. Mm-hmm. I've seen pictures of the space. You've had things here. You've had people here. I've seen different angles of the space. Right, right. I assumed you was up the ave. I thought you was on German Tide, but I thought you was up on, um, remember um, Lucian Crump yeah, Art yeah, Gallery? Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I actually know his sons. We went do. to school with we, them. We, yeah. You know them? Mm-hmm. James and um, Lucian. Yeah, but um, I thought you was there. Right. And then I rolled past there a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh, that ain't it. Because no, it's something else now. Yeah. But um, where you're at is actually a dope, dope, yeah. dope spot. This is the former Cunningham Piano Showroom. Mm. So Cunningham Piano. They did have the pianos in here. Used to own um, both the whole building, uh, the storefronts mm-hmm. themselves. Um, they did have the pianos. The, in here. This before that, it was a Masonic temple. So this is actually a, this is this is historic space. You know, I this, don't remember the Masonic this, temple. You I wouldn't. The you, you were alive. that was before me. Yes. yes okay. You were, right. you were alive. You wouldn't. Right. You wouldn't and remember. Because cool. I've been um, in Germantown for a and while. Technically, you know, Cunningham closed. I took dance classes a block that way. Oh, when I was a okay. kid. Like, I've okay. been up and down here for a while. Damn, dancer. I mean, you know. Prancer and dancer. You know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, like, uh, when I was I was shopping around spaces, mm-hmm. I, I, I know I wanted something with high ceilings that I could, you know, that, that I could do something with, but mm-hmm. also thinking about, you know, music and things like that and mm-hmm. different kind of 
things that we can do in podcasts, different mm-hmm. kind of stuff that we can do in the gallery space that allows <laughs> that allows for one for us to make revenue, but two allows new eyes on the work. So our biggest thing Absolutely. is we want eyes on the work. We want to create new collectors. Mm-hmm. You know, every piece in here is a limited edition, one of sixty. You don't buy anything off the wall. Everything is made to order. Mm-hmm. It comes. Uh, um, it, it comes with. Uh, its own certificate of authenticity that goes kind of through what is printed on the ink that's used, the paper that's mm-hmm, used, mm-hmm. That, that that is printed on. Oh, you like pit bulls? <laughs> <laughs> like pit bull so, puppies? I mean, all so pit bull puppies or Rolexes. So you know, <laughs> Rolexes. You too? know, when when um, I like that example better. Yes, let's so, go with Rolexes. Right, let's go. Let's go, with <laughs> let's go with Rolexes. You know, let's go with Rolexes because these are investments. You mm-hmm. know, that pit bull puppy will die. There's no rat. You, know. you just hope to have a few letters first, and then okay. it's an investment. Yeah, then it's an investment. You can right. make you can bang. Rolex investment, but no that that way. one that one thing, the initial the the initial investment, mm-hmm. its bloodline lives on, but not its origi- not, the, exactly. not the original. The original will, will will die. So absolutely, you know, our joints, um, they come accompanied with the certificate, and both the piece and the certificate have a holographic serial number that they match mm-hmm. and those things go together and it's tamper proof and you can't mess with it dope, you can't. Dope, dope. so i tried to build as much security within the 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 selling process so that way when i'm dead and gone mm-hmm. it can it can still kind of all be tracked and it can't be like uh, co-opted or stolen and, and, and things like that because you answered my question because I was going to ask um, how do you protect your art and the consumers so that answers that yeah, yeah. so you know we, we, we try to make it make it really 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 if, uh, as efficient as official as I know it and mm-hmm. I know a lot of artists don't go through that level of scrutiny no you know to be able to authenticate mm-hmm. the work as something because you know they're limited editions, and within that limited edition, it got to be one to sixty. <laughs> so these you are. Know? But what about NFT work? You on that side too? Not yet. You Looking know? into it? No, mm. not, not especially. I, 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 nothing know. wrong with. It, I'm just asking. So I won't say no. It's is. I know a lot of people that I've done my. I've are not done rushing. Enough. A lot of people that's not rushing. Point taken. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's me. Right, right there. I know enough about the space that it's no need. Especially for me, maybe mm-hmm. other artists, but especially for me, these I got twenty one NFTs in its own singular space, which is what I'm, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying already on. So yeah. you know, once once there are more less work to do avenues mm-hmm. into that space, right. then. Be we don't need to. Ever. We don't need to use that to back this, right? You know. Well, when you said the sixty prints, or what did you call it? But, limited editions. Yeah, the yeah, limited edition. Limited so editions. when you, that's what made me think of that space. But then at the same time, I'm completely aware of what you're talking about yeah, right now. Yeah. So how, <laughs> how do we? How do we maintain? How do I try to maintain as much authentic value? You can't NFT a Gucci belt. And and this is what I want to create. These are artifacts. These will far outlive our lifetime. The black and whites is is guaranteed for 300 years. All the color photos are guaranteed for 150 years. And this is based on manufacturer specifications to from the ink to the paper. 150. 150. So these are going to outlive us. And if we if if you consider it as an artifact, no different than anything else that's 100 years old. This building. (laughs) 
Right. You know, absolutely. You know, anything sure. around here that's a hundred that's a hundred years old, whether I'm prominent or not in my lifetime, it doesn't matter. It's still an artifact that withstood the test of time, and this absolutely. is through anybody else's collection. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we get older and yeah. more exposure to different things, and people getting different money, especially people we look up to. I'm getting more and in, more into art and the, the the concept of it and um, the value and how it grows value based right. on different things, how people um, transfer money from overseas by shipping art instead of cash and all of that type well, of you just You just explained shit. NFTs. <laughs> all type of fly. But that's what I'm saying. I have, a, I have a basic understanding. But one thing I always ask people, and when I watch interviews and people ask people that know about art, when they say, where do they start? They say, start with what you like. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you agree that that's a thing? Start with what you like? Because... You kind of never had to be on that side. You got to shoot what you like, and other people. So I don't shoot. It's, I, um, I photograph the. I photograph the atmosphere that I'm in. It's not. It's, it's not. It's not a like or dislike. It's, it's, mm. a, it's indifferent. So mm. I'm not. A, I don't. I didn't. I, that was so. So that's, so that's funny. Like, <laughs> on some real life, like. Um, people started calling me an artist, and I didn't know how to take it. I said, "I'm an engineer. What are you talking about? I'm not an artist." I, you know, I, I, I'm, it wasn't until I kind of opened this, and I'll say over the last kind of like six months, I've kind of really kind of leaned into it. Good thing I ain't you come know. six months ago. We'd have argued. Probably. You know, probably. I'd probably yeah. be like, you know, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I'm an artist. I mean, I'm an engineer, dog. I'm not, no. But now I'm kind of more, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning into it because But that's most what artists got a day job. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. And it's not even about day job or... or, or it was or, a mentality. Or having a job. It's just... You know, engineering is how I built this. This is what it is. And these, Absolutely. In these photographs, I, ne- I still, until again, until recently, they, they weren't separate from how I view them on my hard drive. But you now, feel what I'm saying? Like, if I get a print, if I get this one, right? Mm-hmm. This changes the whole energy of my room. It might set the color palette for my room. Yeah, maybe. That's crazy. Yeah, that's somebody living space for it the. Should. How, how often and it's do only, you and it's only it's only twelve hundred. Not this one, right? Not this one, but the one you order online. It's only it's only twelve hundred. But how often do you even paint your living room? Like, say this is in the living room, right? If this set the pilot, for, you done set my whole house off. So, but the thing is, that's is, art. Is is also what art can do is it can it can it can it can set the palette, but but it can also blend in and add a different kind absolutely of con- a different kind of contrast. So you can dress it up, you can dress it down, you can do a lot of different things absolutely. with a, you know a piece that has whether it's a lot of dimensions or a lot of colors or you know or, or less. You know, but art. all of these things are based on things that make us comfortable, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Hopefully, you know what I mean? Hopefully, I mean, if you, you go into it with the right yeah, outlook, you, you should be trying to get uncomfortable. Exactly. But, like, when you really think about that, like, that's powerful. That's what art is. Yeah. Like, music, no matter how willy nilly your favorite drill song, because I'm sure you might not have a favorite drill rapper, right. but maybe you got that one joint that is just when you I, in that mood, it go know. crazy. Or maybe Young Jeezy or somebody. Like, just something that's not necessarily something that you would just dig into, but something that you just enjoy the energy from, right? right? Yeah. That person might have took 10, 15 minutes, might have took 15 hours to make that joint, right? Which means that they could have put their all into it or they could care less about it. But what you got out of it, yeah. you could still tap yeah, into yeah, whenever yeah. you need well, yeah. it. That's art. Mm-hmm. That's art. You see what I'm saying? Everybody has created a masterpiece in their lifetime. And, and will. I like that. And will. I like that. And it's Where does not that come from? It's, uh, so, 
if you think if if, if you if you just put it in this basic terms of of drawing art, written art, however the case. I can't be, draw a straight line with a ruler. Don't matter. The ruler moves. So, at some point, at some point <laughs> in time, you 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 did something artistic on a piece of paper, on a something, no, on, on on this, on this, on this. You know, and you. Don't I'm even, sure that I have. But you said everybody. Every every single person. I've chased art at points. Every so. single every 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 single person, intentionally or unintentionally, will create or has created what could what could be considered a masterpiece in mm-hmm. some sort of art form in their lifetime at least that's my belief and I, I think that that's dope because it's it's the same thing as um everybody's gifted in their own way and everybody's special in their own way and every, so uh, uh, but it's, it's more broad than that uh, everybody i ain't said they're not special no, but I they think, might have created a nice piece of art because well, everybody ain't ooh no i mean uh, even uh, even and, you, uh, and gifted uh, and gifted is pushing it Gifted is pushing. It's a lot of idiots out there, right, man. So, but I mean, these are these are philosophies that people go by. These not necessarily things I swear by. So I'm not trying to defend. I'm about to say. It. I'm sitting I here like I'm sitting here like. I hope, I, like, I, hope like, I don't sound contradictory. No, no, I'm just because to be no. Well, you're supposed to be honest about your opinion, but I'm not saying it as things that I believe. I'm saying it as like examples of what people say. Right, like, right, right. Uh, and I've worked in. Certain, That's why people. That's why so many idiots. I worked in certain <laughs> communities though, and you'd be surprised what you can learn from certain motherfuckers, man. Yeah, yeah. But um, well. Individually, you can learn something from everybody. Absolutely. But everybody's an idiot. Everybody's an idiot. Yeah, well, okay. To, into my deeper belief. Okay. We're all fucking idiots. All right. Absolutely. Every, every single one of us. The human race is a race of bad individuals. Well, we, we only when use you a look, small percentage of our brain, right? Well, when you, look at us, when you look at it in the larger scale of the earth itself, all living beings, we don't necessarily consider ourselves as mammals. And this isn't some spiritualistic stuff or, you no, know, you anything. Just said, you, you just know, said mammals. And, and this is what we are. And because we don't consider ourselves like that, we operate through the world. And then we have all this concern about the shit that we ultimately do. Which is kill each other because we are a super violent race. Americans, the most violent. Absolutely. This is what we do and how, we, and, and how the race kind of goes ab- about doing something. America slash Europeans have perfected it in such a way. And within America, this is our culture. We have a culture of violence. This is how we figure things out. I don't know if it's figuring things out. No, I mean, quote, unquote, figure things out. That's that's what we taught at the top. It might be encoded in our DNA. We taught it at the top, though. Everything from the bottom files at the top. So a lot of times, at least from the people that I kind of rock with who, you know, travel and things like that, when you go to these other places, you're able to have a calm that as soon as you almost you hit the airport in whatever city you're coming back to, Mm -hmm. that joint washes right off, though. Mm -hmm. And it's not, you ain't talked to them about, you ain't done nothing yet. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So That's why everybody put up that picture of welcome to Philadelphia. And And I'll never leave. And and this is is the most ironic thing because I'm never going, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not moving to no other country. I, I'm not moving to no other place. I was curious. I'm here. I'm, I'm I was not curious. going nowhere. Absolutely not. How do we get to... All right, we're in seven countries right now, which sounds crazy. But how does one get to travel in 18 countries by 40 years old with a, with a camera in his hand and, like, comfortability? Like, I've seen you eat with Native people in different places, and yeah. you right in there, and the I'm, I'm at... I'm, Admiring it, but I don't know if I'm built. And it <laughs> and it's a food. it's a it's a respect thing, huh? Right, food is food. I mean, okay, but yeah. like, how do you get to the point? Like, something was it work that started you traveling at some point? Was these all pleasure trips? Like, how do we get to all of these different countries? Were, were these 
places you've been passionate about? No, I've never. Because it's random. If you just <laughs> ran down seven random, random spots, so bro. My, my whole intro to travel is completely done. I've never aspired to go anywhere. I don't, I don't care enough. Bro, you could. I don't care enough. I hate to say it, but like, you got a lifetime worth of traveling. Yeah. Like, you could sit in Philly, you could sit in here the rest yeah, of your I'll life. I'll never go anywhere ever else again. And, and for the rest of my life, if I did it the right way, I would never have to take another picture. That's hard. I don't want that for you, though. <laughs> it's not going to happen. But how do, we happen. Get, how do we get to just trap? Because that is the thing that created the art that we sit yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> first and foremost. Why is it funny? Because, <laughs> dog, like, it's just, uh, like, <laughs> the quintessential answer is, I mean, I've been so passionate about that. I wanted to go to. I, I want the real answer. Dog. I never aspired to travel a day in my life. So when I, I got down, shout out to my man, Nehemiah Davis. Uh, Neil shout Davis, out to Nehemiah. So, you know, as I was starting to um, get into photography and, you know, take pictures and stuff like that, you know, my man, Salim, shout out Whimsical. Um, he introduced me to, to Neo and I started kind of documenting Neo through the philanthropic things that he was doing around the city and he introduced Dope. me to, to, to traveling. He was like, yo, your cousin work at the airport. See if you can get his registered guest mm -hmm. pass. And I was like, what the fuck is that? He's like, yeah, go mm -hmm. ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead, holler at him. You know what I'm saying? And I hollered at him. My, my, this is my first cousin. Like, this is my, this yeah, is like my real cousin. Folks. It ain't like you a know, reach. It's, yeah. it's not a reach, so... Um, I hit him up, and my cousin gave me the pass, and travel is cheap, automatically. So how and you can go you anywhere you the, want, anytime you want. What do you, you spin want. the globe and throw darts? Like, how do you figure out? Where well, at first, I'm just rocking with wherever they're going. I don't, that don't make me. You still no following difference. him? You still? Yeah, with I'm him. still with, with the travel group now. Like it's oh. it's, it's it's not it's, it's it's a few different people. So if I can go and kind of get my meals paid for and stuff like that, because I'll document stuff. At the same time, I can take photographs. Yeah. Of my, whatever, I, whatever, yeah. whatever. I, I'm still there. Yeah. Whatever I want to do, and um, I can be, I can, I can just do it for real, for real. Because what I, I'm, it's I'm, on you. I, I, and at first, when it, when it started, I wasn't working, so I had already been this to was like during the sabbatical? this was during the sabbatical. I love this. So sabbatical. you know what I mean. So Many so so the, bat, so the sabbatical gave me <laughs> photography and it introduced me to travel. Mm. And within that time, that was like COVID for you, shit. Yeah, my daughter was born. You know, at God the bless. towards the end. You yeah. know, you know what I'm saying. Dope. So, um, I was able to, you know, go from GoPros because that's what I started my photography journey. So I started, I started, question. I started with GoPros. Um, Said so you bought three. So I bought three. Why three? Because my original concept was I am food frenzy. So for my corporate six figure job, I will always eat at some dope restaurants and I would take pictures. This is in like 2012 slash 13 ish. Mm -hmm. And I'm taking some like really nice photos. Cause, I bet. Um, I'm in Philadelphia, but I'm working from home. I'm working mm -hmm. remotely. I work 100% remotely. I go, you know, back down to DC slash Virginia every so often towards the end. I went out, I went down maybe every twice some year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you wasn't burning their pocket with nothing. You know, they was paying you what they was paying um, you and you Yeah, and, and I was and I was and I was and I was good and I was good money. So yeah. you know, my original concept was to go around the city and get people's food stories. Mm. Uh, from a first person perspective of a GoPro because my homeboy in, in Virginia, shout out C As a foodie or a non foodie or as a cook or a non cook like as a as a foodie. As, as a, a foodie. as a foodie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a just as a 
I like food. I got. I, yeah, I but like some people eat. do and don't consider themselves food. You know, they start so that. now, all right, but bang, that didn't exist then. Are we talking 2014? Right. I I, I knew you like, said the year for like yeah. like this 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 wasn't. This wasn't the concept. So I was I am food frenzy on the gram, and mm -hmm. I am food frenzy eat at different places, and I had a good amount of traction with mm -hmm. you know with that. Um, but I, I I didn't really want to do video, and that's kind of where it started. I got like, a lot of different interviews. What with, you got against video? It's too long. Take too long. Simple. That's 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 only that's the only reason, because within the video world, you talking rates, within the rates of getting paid to be able to do video work. As a photographer, I can charge the same rates and have a quarter of the amount of work to do. It's a matter. Of, it's, to Makes me, it was a, to me it was a matter of, <coughs> of efficiency Makes and, sense. and being able to do something as and and not necessarily, you know. So I found out early what I like to do, mm -hmm. but at the same time, you know, I'm rocking with a straight GoPro. So um, I kind of I, I kind of scrapped I, I scrapped the food thing. All together, you know, I had logos and everything else. Like, you know, I, I scrapped the food thing all together, and I kind of just started taking pictures. One day, I had this girl jump into a puddle in Center City, like 17th and Chestnut, and it was like, you know, uh, the Comcast building in the background or whatever, and it's from the water with the GoPro. And I posted to join on the gram. People were like, what is that? Mm -hmm. Within my demographic, because don't know black people ain't seen that before. Mm -hmm. I know what you, <laughs> it's never like they don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, my, my man, you know, Rashad Lambert, shout out to, to my man, Rashad, Forbes of Culture. Uh, I'll say he founded me. And with, within that, he did a hashtag search on GoPro on Instagram and said, oh, let's set up a meeting. And within, within that meeting, he was one of the first persons to really tell me I was hot. Like, mm -hmm. he's like, yo, that's decent. Like, Dope. you should keep doing that. And me, me and him still rock. Like, and it's got this, you to buy a real to, camera? To, to, to this day. I, no, absolutely not. I told myself, I'm an engineer. I'm going to make my motherfucking GoPro do exactly what a DSLR can do. I tried <laughs> really, really fucking hard. I tried really hard. And the luxury after a while of having three was that I could take one apart, take the fisheye lens out, and put a, at the time, this is all they had for a 5.4 millimeter flat lens in that joint. Mm -hmm. And... Like this, it was really kind of primitive. So I had to put notches in it in the beginning, so that way I know you got to kind of twist it in to dial in the focus. So I'm, you got to <laughs> look on your phone to make sure that mm -hmm. you're kind of dialing into what is exact focus on that camera. Mm -hmm. Then you got to unscrew it, or you got to kind of put a little notch right there, and then you got to unscrew it, put a big notch, so that you know that's always focus. So like as if it if it gets twisted or something like that. There's so, some engineering ass shit. Like you know the camera was fine when they made it, but it was but it, <laughs> but, but it wasn't it wasn't flat. No, I'm fucking with you. You know it wasn't it wasn't flat. And I had at this point I had shot one of my homeboys let me hold his DSLR starter joint. So I had I'm starting to get into you know DSLRs and I'm still like no nah, I'm gonna make my joint do. I got you know Polar Pro filters because they had these magnifying glasses that kind of make you gives the illusion of depth of field because it's crisp in the middle and it was perfect for that 5.4 millimeter flat lens. <laughs> it was crisp in the middle but it magnified to the edges which gave an illusion of depth of field. It right. wasn't it at all. Right. But it kind of like do the joint that do it on Instagram and it squeezes in mm -hmm. to the center so that it's kind of blurry. That's what I kind of saw um, when you said and that. And I I was rocking with that. I was I was at the Roots picnic the first joint I did shout out to Moody 
Um, I was on, you know, I was on stage. I was on stage with him, and that was the first time I kind of rocked out with my concert. Um, I, 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 and I was rocking that joint to me at least, and I got some dope photos. I was able to get some really kind of cool. I, we on stage. I got the whole crowd and all the way to the other stage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, after the concert or whatever, and I'm just rocking around with the GoPro. Um, I remember during Action Bronson set, and I had seen Mel D. Cole recently, and I told him about this incident. But uh, I had my GoPro over top of Action Bronson as he dancing on the ground and shit. Mel, uh, Mel D. Cole was like, man, you get that fucking toy out of here. <laughs> Yo. That's funny. You still get that fucking toy out of here, and I never, I'll never forget it because I know that's when you was like, I, I was like, that was that was that, that was that wasn't when because that was I was I was still kind of arrogant in at, at, at that point in time, but <laughs> it was a matter of okay for the, my first travel trip or get or anticipating my first travel trip is what changed it for me because I knew I wasn't going to be able to photograph a certain kind of way because at this point. And this is why I love the GoPro. I know the machine called a light box, that, which is mm -hmm. a camera. So I know ISO, I know aperture, I know shutter speed. I know how to work this camera. I spent hours in my basement when GoPro came out with the Hero 3 Black Plus, mm -hmm. and it was able to do long exposure. Mm -hmm. And you could shoot raw. Mm -hmm. So I spent hours in my basement practicing how to do that, you know, how to do these things. So... In the gallery, you'll see a lot of long exposure photos because I really enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's what it's what I it's what I like to do um, because I spend so much time doing it. I spent a, I spent a lot of time doing it, and I really really learned it on those GoPros. But I had to get over my pride and 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 say, "You dumb motherfucker!" And this is coming from the from being a software engineer. I, I I said I'm no I know I'm supposed to know this. Yeah, I know I can do this, and I was arrogant within that. And that's a, you know I cooled my britches and. I was able to humble myself, and at this point, I'm still meeting people, though. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking with Ricky Codio. Ricky on some of our travel trips, and, mm -hmm. you know, Ricky is my mentor. Shout out to him, dog. Like, um, as I started getting into, you know, real cameras, Ricky was a, I call him a guiding light, and it's pun intended, because he right. taught me light. Like, right. He really kind of taught me the aspects of all oh, that shit is light. You find it. Yeah. Go find it. Yeah. Go find the light. Go find the light. Go find the light. Um, and within that, I, I was able to create what I call, I just got a, I got a style, and that style isn't necessarily a machine that I have. The style is the way I'm able to absorb space. Right. And that's like a very singular thing, mm -hmm. kind of like only I can do it. And within absorbing the space, I know how I want to do it in that joint. And the edits be relative. You right. know, like some of them. You get what you get. You get what you get. And that's what it is. So. Um, I'm not a perfectionist. I don't try to shoot everything perfect. Uh, Man, I'm not listen. a camera snob or 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 yeah, any, or, he's you know a, what I mean? Like so that's you why know, you still feel engineerish. Like, yeah, or like, felt I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not a camera snob at all. You know, I, I I know that within us all, if you pick up a machine and you and you say I'm gonna learn this machine, right? If you learn that machine, then you're gonna be able to use it well. I believe that. I believe that. I've seen um, some of the <clears throat> I don't know how to word it, but I've seen a lot of people learn how to do a lot of things that you look at them and you like, you know what? They put the hours in. Yeah. I figured that out too. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, now, I remember the first time I saw a GoPro, right? <laughs> I'm in Love Park this years ago. <laughs> this guy is walking around and he has it on a um, pole and he's spinning it. 
and he's spinning it and he's spinning it and he walks over to the fountain and he keeps spinning it in and out the water mm, and i'm like what that the hell was is that hot, yo and he that like was fire my man like yo that's the gopro i'm like and he just throwing it that, what's the gopro he like camera he, i'm like you throwing it in the water like that like it's just cool to just be dumping it in the water he like yo that shit gonna look crazy when he you know what i mean and i'm like word so i was always like hip to that i started realizing that the um i watch x game shit like, mm. they be using the gopro or they were at that time now i got a 360 camera Similar pole, invisible right. pole. Now they got the invisible wand on it, so Yo, it's they've like come, a drone. they've come so far. It's crazy, yeah. and I was taking that places originally when I was going to come here. Before I knew if we was going to um, set a date to pod or not, I was going to pop up and just do the walkthrough with the 360 camera and get you some 360 footage that you could have utilized. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. But. Now that you tell your GoPro story, you make me feel like I'm gonna really be picking up a fucking camera soon, and I don't. Yeah, do it. Ah. I suggest everybody does. <laughs> you know. Well, I, mean, I was that guy in my family. Like my grandfather bought video cameras since home video cameras came out, and bought every edition as right. they scaled down in size. Yeah. And then it was always my job. Like weddings, you the photographer, all of that. You the videographer, the photographer, whatever. We fuck. I fucked up my cousin' whole wedding footage, the ceremony part, because when her and her the bridesmaids and the groomsmen and all them was walking down, she had a bunch of bad girlfriends, but all the groomsmen were squares. (laughs) So I'm behind the camera and I'm not realizing that it's picking up my voice. And it was like, you did a great job filming, but we want you to watch it. They turned it up, and I'm like, clown. Dork. <laughs> Nut. Going in, going in on them. <laughs> they couldn't show nobody that shit. Ruin the wedding. But no, I mean, I guess at some point I know I'm wind up with a camera back in my hand. But it's, it, I've been the one that's been, I've, it's been years of me being followed around with cameras. And it, it, it hasn't been planned that way. It's just been that way for quite a How while. How do you? How you like that? It started off very strange. Because, like, I, I started off with, like, two or three people that was trying to get their camera game right. So we would be chilling, and I'd be like, yo, I'm going to go to the bar, get a grub and a beer real quick. And they'd be like, all right, we're going to go with you. And I'm thinking they hungry. And they would just all follow me to the bar with their cameras. Hmm. And I'm walking in my neighborhood bar with three cameras behind me. Like, I'm shooting a reality show. Superstar. That stuff starts happening. Star. That's what they start saying. The superstar. All Hollywood, of that. Hollywood. And mind you, I was in an NFL commercial when we was in high school. Mm-hmm. So I've been had people in my neighborhood calling me super scar- If you remember the um, play football campaign, you know how every year they pick a yeah. thing. I was part of the play football. Um, I was playing flag football on concrete. He was one, the he was one of the kids with, with the two big shirts on? Probably. Real rat. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because I was an actor back then. So I wound up in an NFL commercial. So I've always had dudes that like the couple that peaked it. If you watch the preseason, it's thespian. No, not at all. You're not thespian. No, I took classes and I think I could have been pretty good. I lost my agent at a young age, and I didn't trust child agents. Mm. She was a friend of my family. She had a bad heart. She died after that. I was basketball. Right. It was like that point in my life. Different interests now. Yeah, I mean, now I'm in a position where. Everything come full circle. I do have opportunities to be in a lot of different kind of productions by, okay. you know, just network itself. But yeah. like, I think it's certain things. You know, if I would have went a little harder at rapping when I was twelve, if I would have went a little harder at acting when I was thirteen, fourteen, you know what I mean? Like, right. but I don't regret any of it because it's all coming to use now. 
I'm able to use all of it now. Yeah. Like everything, uh, at least I'm able to teach. You know, and that's an important thing. But <clears throat> having an art gallery that's already too small for your art. <laughs> well, <laughs> you are a young man, and like in my last few years, a lot of things that I've done, I figured out like, oh shit, this this probably add to my legacy type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. You spoke to like even after you gone, as far as the quality and the sales of your art. How does it feel to know that like the legacy exists? Like like you something that you clearly said eighteen different ways that you were not focused on has actually shown what you've done in life in one space. Like that's hard. Yeah, I mean, but it's more than it's more than just the pictures. Is is the overall impact? At least in my mind, like yeah. is is. You know, I, I want to encourage people to get the bag, but don't starve the hood of intellect and then don't really do nothing for it because you don't live there. Mm. And when you don't live there, <clears throat> by default, you kind of always doing things from a perch. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. And you 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 doing stuff down. And I'm not saying that all the stuff ain't good and necessary and cool and dope and all that kind of stuff. But. What the hood is really starved of is the intellect that can be uh, uh, tangible role models and examples for somebody to be able to see, oh, that exists. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't exist, where are you from, then where are you pulling into any of your intellect from? Because you saw that things like this exist and you were able to put it down the street from where you grew up at. Exactly. Where I still live. You know what I mean? So like that's what I'm saying. I still I, I still live there, and I didn't know if you wanted people to know that. But yeah. Uh, well, I feel <laughs> well, I mean, this is this is the cell of the gallery, and I and I feel you on that. But this is I mean, I live on I live on Chew Avenue, and, right? You know, within living on Chew Avenue, I'm a Germantown resident. Within being a Germantown resident, within the legacy, I'm not leaving. Mm. You know, I'm 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 not going anywhere. We we owned that house for 50 years. Absolutely. You know, my Shout mom was that. A, was the first black family on that specific block of Chew Avenue. It was all Italians around there before. Yeah, my family was one of the first black, or or the first black family on the block, and they was all Jewish. There you go. So, yeah. you know, to me, that's you know, generational that's wealth. Area. This is this is this is the idea of legacy that I can turn around and put into something that allows me to be again the first of something that that actually does something that's positive. That's not, you know, I'm not on no nut shit. You know, I. I walk, I rock with people like I'm cool as shit, you know. Absolutely. So um, it's not, it don't absolve me from violence. It don't, you know. And I've had bullets come through my window, mm-hmm. not intended for me, of course not. Right, I'm, right, I'm, right. I ain't in the mix. Right. You know, but it's always this idea, at least to me, of all right, what makes the most sense? Now I could go and get a crazy mortgage and get a nice house and things like that, but within that, it makes this much harder. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and it, you know, it's not, it's not the story or the legacy that I want to have, at least while I'm building it. Yeah, you know? so, but in building, is there expansion? And I don't mean leaving this space; I mean yeah. adding other spaces and other places, or in possibly the countries that some of these pictures came from. So um, uh, potentially, I was debating on putting one in Africa, but I'm probably not, and. Uh, there may be another joint that houses other people's work, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, uh, potentially again, but still that'll be another boutique. something in the think tank. Yeah, 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 another boutique. 
Um, but again, I have this philosophy until maybe I'm too ignorant right now to understand that it don't that I'm shouldn't be operating like this. But you got to go to Paris to go to the Louvre. You got to come to Germantown to come to my shit. I'm not mad at that. You know, I love. Like, I, I'm actually. That's, 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 well, and you know, well, it's only your shit. Ain't nobody else's there. Fine. I don't understand. Why that, I don't understand why <laughs> that's a thing. You know, like, see, fine. that's strange to me. It's right because you know, anything um, that's boutique kind of yeah. is where it is. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, they got sneaker stores that look like bodegas, <laughs> but then you go Bobby, in and Bobby you, if they the let you in the back, upstairs, right, it's right. a whole boutique sneaker store back right. there, and it is what it is. It ain't about who know about it. Enough mother know about, about it. it. They come through there. And as a single artist, and my plan is to only ever have my work here then i can get i can do a lot of different things you could do you know, a lot of with, and this with, is a great with, within this space so it's a great networking space yeah like to have ne networking ne events. networking events fundraisers yep. you know but with again within 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 a certain realm because the hourly rate is 500 dollars an hour and you mm -hmm. provide a certificate of insurance so absolutely you know people say why is it so high because you're in my space and it's my all my work i'm about to say it's art on the wall you know what I mean? like, it's, it's, it's art on the wall it's art on the walls here so um we we liken ourselves to something that is more of a museum yeah. Slash gallery, yeah. but like you know, you have a museum like experience, and you always talking to the artists. So I'm absolutely always, I'm always here. I'm like I'm I'm not. I'm, I'm sure not, you are. I'm not going to always I'm, here. I'm sure I'm sure you, know, you I, will. I put, I put a lot of work into this joint, so you know, it's just it's just a matter of keep 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 grinding with it, so people know it and recognize it and understand that. It, even for other artists and you know for different kind of commercial corridors that if you infuse you know something at a really really high level it don't have to be like are right, we going we're going to do this for for poor people right you right, know what i'm saying right, like right, or right. it's going to be Understood. at this level look at all of the Understood. and i'm not shit, shitting on nobody's business yo no. look at the caliber of businesses of everything else in the proximity of me the majority of them the majority from Shelton Avenue to Worcester Street. None of them, would you would anybody would consider luxury, right? Right, but this, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is this is a luxury space. This is exactly what it's supposed to be in my eyes. Now, um, I'm sure it's probably even better than what you expected. But like, like I said, I've seen pictures and all of that. When I walked there, I was thoroughly impressed with the space. I was impressed with seeing these. These these prints in real life, you know what I mean? Like it's different. It's different. Than, I, I it's different like in it. real life than it is. I online. like it. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. But so that's something I was going to ask you too. Like, does social media bring much traction or, or whatever for you? Yeah, social media does well. You know, PR the, the PR we get does well. The neighborhood supports us really, really well. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and just like any business that's been around for a year, you you grind it. You know, absolutely. I mean? Like you know, we've we we've sold a good amount of pieces, close to fifty. Dope. You know, so, and we have, you know, various sizes, you know, ranging from 12 by 18. Most of those cost 250 all the way up to 48 by 72, and those cost 9,000. So, you mm -hmm. know, we have a lot of stuff available, and we've sold various ranges of sizes. I know, bet. For the first year that we've been in existence. So, um, but we, you know, we, we're, 50 we're, pieces we're, we're a community man. institution. You know what I'm saying? And when, within being you a community talk institution. That. Like that, <laughs> like we get, we apply for grants. You know, we 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 want to get all of the arts 
funding that we kind of can get as, a, as, a artist, as you should as an art institution as you should and this is what we want to build ourselves as even though it's only my work even if i never change a collection absolutely know, because this place is a place that can create conversation right now what we're doing is conversing yesterday we had a creator creator panel in a photo walk again creating conversation People come in here and talk to me like it's the barbershop, real shit, like I'm a barber. I believe and they And they just start talking to me about a range, a whole host of various things. Man. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is photography, um, uh, a lot of different kind of stories, you know, share, share back and forth. People give me, donate me work, and, and, mm-hmm. and it's cool to see because... As from, you know, from, a, from an artist standpoint, and I'll say, say that from an artist standpoint, this don't exist in Philadelphia, you know? And from a photography perspective, it don't exist. Mm-hmm. It, you know, that's not the concept of how at least most urban people think of photography. Absolutely. They're not thinking as it like that or thinking yeah. through it like that. So, you know, for me, it's really a chance to be able to say, okay, all right, other people, this, this exists. All right, damn, damn, what's that? All right, can you do that here? Yes, that's a commission. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And within, within that commission, mm-hmm. we work it out contractually, it's still all mine. Right. So those get embedded into collections. Right. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So within those, within those collections, we, we can then already have had the funding to be able to produce more work. Right. Because Absolutely. they're expensive. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 it's not cheap to be able to be like, all right, I'm going to just go... <clears throat> Take all these Jones down and get all, a whole bunch of uh, all new homes. Hell no! Any photographer, anybody who prints, Hell anybody no. like that's not that's a that's, that's a, not that's, a thing. That's a heavy lift, you yeah. know. When you budget that into the um, you know the build out of a whole space that's different. Yeah. Then all right, I'm just no uh, no. That, uh, well, that we, we got we got pay rent. We got to pay rent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that rent. That rent ain't no joke, no. No, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. But like and like I say, that's part of like the beauty of really seeing it in real time is because like you said it's something that people can't even really really fathom yeah you don't get to see it often but now i'm sitting here and i'm like shit and you gotta sit with it if you sit with it and you know especially at nighttime when the 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 real light is really on it and none no light from outside like you can see how they sparkle you know them, them you know like we use metallic paper like it's very intentional, very, very, very intentional. Even mm-hmm. down to the light, to the to the ceiling, and you know how I have control of each track, so that independently, yeah, we can do we can we we can do different things. So when we right. do tours, we illuminate with gallery. The gallery be dark, and mm-hmm. we illuminate no. pairs at a time. Yeah, and we go have more intimate conversation than this than just if you were coming on a random. To, I mean, not Tuesday, because we're not open. Um, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. And I was about to say, get the hours at a spot. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, 12 to 6. Location? 5423 Germantown Avenue. Yeah, word, word, word. Well, brother, once again, thank you for having me in your space. But Indeed, um, congratulations again on the space. I'm thoroughly impressed. Um, I'm sure 
between one of the 18 countries that you've been to, we could do a whole episode just talking about that experience. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but oh, yeah. I ain't going nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and absolutely. you ain't going nowhere. Absolutely. Some good Jones. So we'll be able to catch up later on. Well, you'll but. see next time. I mean, uh, I'm about to produce this joint for this hotel in Baltimore. And okay. And it's kind of going to go into this, this one particular kind of story, so. Dope, 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 dope. Well, tell the people how to keep up with you and 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 and, and all of that type of stuff. Uh, and Stephen C W Taylor on Instagram, uh, Ubuntu Fine Art on Instagram. That's U B U N T U F I N A R T on Instagram. And it's on um, a website on there. Uh, yes, ubuntufa.com. Word, 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 word. Well, this has been dope, man. This has been dope. Make sure y'all tap in. Hope I'm one of the popping Jones. They 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 get the they get the, the algorithm up and get all the good stats and shit. Like, yeah. okay, try get this, try get the stats, man. Oh man, I'm competing nah. now. What's I think stats? I think a lot of people. What's stats? Once they see the the um thumbnail of us sitting in this, they go, "What the hell?" And then they go, "Like, oh, like." And you you said a you lot of six. You gave a lot of good information and um. A lot of inspiration, actually, because you you're so humble about your your, your traveling, your experiences that it's like, well, damn, uh, uh, this brother that did all that, that did that, that'll make somebody go do something, man. You know I'm, what I'm, I'm saying? I'm probably gonna be a curmudgeon when I get older, dog. It don't nothing impress me, man. Like, like shit, dog. I feel like nothing you just burn out of stuff, man. but this is something I don't see you letting nah, go. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not letting it go. And that's, that's the difference. Absolutely not. My 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 ultimate goal is to create my own paper. Like I'm gonna create my own paper that that my that my stuff is printed on it. Everything oh. will be able to come to, from my hands. That's like, so ill. Like you know, I'm about to I'm going to school for um, a certificate in surface imaging, so I can hopefully garner the at least requisite fundamental skills that I can use to ask the right questions to go about creating my own paper. So, but I'll have a mastery level certificate in surface imaging once I finish this program. Dope. And I know I can kind of do that and get that. So I'll really be able to understand what I'm really, 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 really understand what I'm doing. And I can That's par- a different level. Par- parlay that into maybe like, you know, professor level, you know, adjunct work around photography. And hopefully with, you know, those kinds of things I can, you know, partner and solicit different kind of camera companies so we mm-hmm. can get the machinery to even be able to teach photography. Mm-hmm. So the biggest impediment is the machine. How you how you teach photography when every machine costs three hundred dollars or more. No bullshit. I like it. I like it. I'm on it. So thank you, man. Appreciate thank you, job. man. Indeed. Sipping with Sammy, Sam Malone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't sipping with Sammy, you ain't sipping right. Please get your fucking life together and please get past Ubuntu Fine Art Gallery, man. This is a vibe. It's definitely a vibe. Vibe. We got the calming, the healing vibes in here, man. <laughs> healing vibes, bro. Don't 
This shit ain't easy. I need food on the table. I need food on the table. This shit ain't easy. Believe me. I need food on the table. I need food on the table. Get it or get low. You can get hit, yo. Because somebody saw your trade, wanted your shit, yo. Gotta watch who you with. They rack chasing, indirect hating. Till they can replace them. Ruger from PH, uptown where I'm stationed. HB said, please believe me, you related. Making more than plates, focused on presentation. Summer saying we coming to jam, no more waiting. This shit ain't easy. This shit ain't easy. Bitch, I need food on the table. I need food on the table. This shit ain't easy. Believe me, I need food on the table. I need food on the table. Thank you.